so continuing on our Halloween extravaganza, Two Nerds has watched the 2018 Halloween. Halloween. And then its sequel, Halloween Kills. Halloween. Halloween. Also. also. Okay. So, just in order to set the scene, I think we need to talk a little bit about how insane the timeline is for the Halloween movie. It's not insane if you just watch the first movie. Because that stays the same through all the different timelines. Yes, right. Okay. The first movie is still the first movie. Right. Like, okay. several times. <laughs> this is like, I just turned 30 for my fourth anniversary. <laughs> That's right. So... The first Halloween, so now, and also, I would like to just point out that this brings the count of up to three movies called Halloween. Right. Just Halloween. 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 Okay. Reboot. Boop. Boop. (laughs) (laughs) So, you have Halloween 1978. Jamie Curtis, classic. Classic. It's very simple. There's a guy. He... Kills he his sister. To, he wants to kill people. Then he gets out of the, you know, he busts out and then kills some more people 10 uh, years Halloween. later. Yay! The end. Yeah. Like, it's not, there's nothing to it, right? Yep. Um, then there's a sequel right after. The sequel right after. Where he just keeps going. Picks yeah. up in media spray where, where, the, right. where it left off yesterday. But the big complicating factor is that um, now, unlike before Michael Myers was just killing folk, and he sort of fixates on Lori just a little bit just because she's there. Mm-hmm. Turns out, oh, she's his secret sibling. Right. And he somehow knew that after having pondered the question for years in a mental institution. Right. Whatever. So, yeah. So this this is the new complicating factor. And this ends up being the sort of... This is the operative thing for the next several thousand reboots well, and, yeah, and for the continuations. Re- but I mean, you've got your Halloween 3, right. which is, has nothing to do with anything. It's a bunch of people wearing masks. Right. So Halloween 3 comes along, and that, that was them trying to make it into an anthology series. Yeah, it was more like a you know, Crypt Keeper sort of without the Crypt Keeper. Right. Or Can't like, the, or like Friday the 13th, the show. Right. Where it's just... <laughs> Like a warehouse of stuff. It's just some cousins in Vancouver or wherever like the fuck the they are. Yeah. And we got this writer who seems really big on this whole like you I, know yeah. warehouse idea. Right. So anyway, so that's so that's three. So three isn't actually anywhere on the timeline with any of them. Yeah, Halloween three is the Highlander two of horror movies. Of the Halloween franchise. Right. Absolutely. It just never happened. It just never happened. So then Except there are callbacks to it in other movies. It's funny. <laughs> it like they're where there are kids wearing the masks right. later and you're just sort of like, yep, that's, that's the way to handle this. That's hilarious. Okay, so then you have four, five, and six. And you could almost argue, because they kill Laurie, like Laurie, who is Jamie Lee Curtis, they kill her off and the main person through the next uh, three movies is her daughter. Yeah. And that, you know, those are kind of varying levels of goodness. Oh, and also, so the other continuity would be the the, the doctor. Right, Loomis. Loomis. Um, who, and that, that character just kind of gets more and more unhinged. It's really sad. Yeah. So, so those sort of, so you have one, two, three doesn't, three is not anywhere, uh, four, five, and then actually six is not called six. Just, I don't know why. 
Um, but they're they're all on a timeline together, right? Yeah. Then um, you have Halloween. No, no. Then you have H two O. Right, H two O. Which was done twenty years later. Yeah. They bring back Jamie Lee Curtis. Almost as if Halloween three had never happened. Uh, well, or, and or... and well, three, four, five, and six never happened. Yeah. So you go one, two. Although three could have happened because that's just sort of its own thing. Right. It's, it's, its, its own. like a self-contained. You right. Know, no, absolutely. Set piece. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, but it, but like in terms of like the narrative, it goes one, two. H2O, H2O, which is seven, actually. So one, two, seven, or one, two, twenty, depending on how you count. Yeah, <laughs> numbers are meaningless at this point. Well, I mean, on some level, I get well because Windows it, three, Windows three one, <laughs> Vista, and Windows ninety five. Yeah, Vista. Where's Vista in there? Doesn't I think matter. then Vista. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. So and and then Microsoft Bob was in there too. That's the that's the Ooh, Halloween three of, that, of I'm sorry, operating that was, systems. That was like a deep cut of like bad operating systems. Good lord. Okay, so so then H two O. The the, and then the next one should have been H twenty one, but it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And also, like it like kind of everybody agrees that that eight. And I think it's called uh, Halloween Resurrection, I believe. Uh, that that is the absolute nadir of the entire series. Yeah, like that's the one with Busta Rhymes and the and the house party and the and the like, bloggers and the incels and whatever. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. But that and that one, like you could almost even like obviously it occurs right after seven. But again, they kill off Jamie Lee Curtis again. So it just feels like it's in its own situation. Yeah. Like there's no continuity with really anything other than Michael. Yeah. So then, you know, then the, then that's all done. Then you have the Rob Zombie reboots. Yep. And Call, so which which is called Halloween, right? Yes. So tw- 2007. So this is Halloween not not 10. Uh, technically, it's the ninth movie, nine. Halloween Nine, which is called Halloween. Right, but it's not, it's not on any of these timelines. It's its own thing, because no, t- I mean this is just like the you know Spider Man movies. I Each think one it... is its own thing. Right. So and... now we're on the next. Right. This is the Tobey Maguire <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> and I think that you could actually make a pretty good argument though that. Like, it takes place in a world, like, it condenses Halloween 1 and 2 because he, Zombie, absolutely punches up the familial relationship between Laurie and um, Michael. Well, and he's also trying to go for a more, like, realistic, like, why why would this happen? How would this happen? What are the mechanics behind it? It's more like hard horror <laughs> than... <laughs> Can you say that? No, I don't know. It's, I, so, it makes it's not me, soft horror. I, you know, I just, it makes me feel weird in my belly. I'm not <laughs> sure why. I think it makes me feel immature. I don't know. Anyway. Talking about hard horrors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, then you have the Rob Zombie 1 and 2. And, and so the, the first nine one. 9 and 10. Or, yeah, 9 and 10, but <laughs> 1 and 2. Um, and so the, the second one is called Halloween 2. So, oh, so we have three Halloweens and two Halloween 2s. 
Um, and the, the first one is kind of a reboot of the first one, but the second one kind of goes off on its own trajectory because it's not like the second. Right. It's like a different multiverse. It's yeah, it's a different multiverse. (laughs) So then, um, now you have Jamie Lee Curtis is back and we are restarting the timeline again on this timeline. The only movie that is, well, the only movie and a half that are canon is the first one. The first one. The original Jamie Lee Curtis one in 1978. That happened. That happened. And then like 30 years later. I think it's more than 30 at this point. Now we have part two. Now we have part two. She's She's old. She's a grandma at this point. Yeah, literally. And her, and her grandchild is like kind of an adult. Right. Um, so that's that's the unbelievable timeline and so what this this new timeline does is it jettisons all of the um lori is related to michael by blood Mm -hmm. like that is not a thing um and frankly i think that that's a good that's a good thing yeah well and i mean it ends up being a little more like you know terminator 2 where you know, she knows the end is coming, so she needs to pump up her muscles and fortify her castle. You <laughs> right. know. Okay. So, yeah. So, that's so the time. how many movies is that total? So, okay. So, we, we, had, one, nine, nine, we had nine and ten, eight. and then eleven and twelve. So, yes. So, this, so, Halloween um, 2018 is the 10th. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. No. 11th. Mm-hmm. Halloween Kills is the 12th. And the final one, which is coming out at the end of this year, will be the 13th. Called Friday the 13th. <laughs> Was there a 13th Friday the 13th? Yeah. Friday the 13th the 13th? Uh, I don't think... We, we never really watched all of those, did we? No, we just watched one. Maybe we'll do that next Halloween. Yeah. All right. I feel like this is just kind of the most confusing timeline of all time. Well, I don't know. It sounds a lot like the Wikipedia page for Primer. <laughs> and that was just one movie? Yeah. So that it managed to get all of that in That was one movie that happened like 15 times. Yeah. A lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Anyway, so, so, anyway, so we're in a different world now, and... Or the um, same world as the first one. Right. Same world as the first one. Jamie Lee Curtis is back. And unlike in H2O, um, Josh Hartnett is not her son. She's got a new family. <laughs> yeah. Like, none of that other stuff happened. None she's of not that his happened. sister. She's, she's not, no, she's not a anybody sister. special. Nope. She's just the, you know, whatever. She's been traumatized, and she Linda Hamilton's the crap out of her. She has a compound yeah. that she has built as a, as a giant, like... But it, it, at first, it's, you think it's this bunker, right? That she is created with like a safe room and right. whatever, like to to you know sleep at night. Whatever right. you need to sleep at night, you know, big lights on the top and whatever. Right. Anyway, but so and and I think Linda Hamilton is a really good example. You know, like in Terminator Two when she's like getting really buff and's got long hair and stuff. But I think also she's got like huge Carol from The Walking Dead energy. Yeah. Like, because she's just like a. Well, she's just got more frizzy gray hair. Yeah, well, frizzy gray hair, but then she's really good with like weapons. 
And so's Carol. Yeah. That's true. Carol's badass. Anyway, so, um, yeah, and this one, so they gave her a daughter whose name is Karen, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. It's played by Judy Greer. Um, and Judy Greer, um, was taken from, uh, Lori's house when she was 12 because Lori was a unfit mother, apparently. Well, and, and like, you know, Terminator, Sarah yes. Connor yes. trained her son to fight Terminators and mm-hmm. the world said she was crazy. And, oh, and yeah. according to the yeah. world, you, you know, the world was right. It's just that she was more right ultimately in the right. end. Yep. But yep. then it turns out at the end of the end, like none of that ever happened. And so she wasn't right. So I don't know. You decide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this one, so she's got a daughter, Judy. Judy's married to some guy. I can't remember his name. It's like Joe or whatever. Like, Kind of, like, whenever he's on screen, he's saying inappropriate shit. It's so funny. Yeah, I don't remember anything about him. Um, And then there's a granddaughter who is the, like, teenage girl. Right. Right? So that we can have, like, teenage girl shenanigans. Yeah. Like, I mean, pretty much that she can have a boyfriend who's kind of a dick and then... Yeah, and she can have a friend who's babysitting... Yeah, and her babysitting friend, who's right. the cool babysitter, but will still probably, you know, even though she didn't have sex on screen, will probably get killed anyway. <laughs> and, I I mean, just, I don't even know what, I'm not sure where I'm going with this, but I do think it's some, like, there's something really funny about, like, this is like taking, like, a, a boomer horror film and like updating it two generations past right yeah it's been 40 years since the original halloween well and i think notably like sex is no longer a a trigger for being killed like the the way you get killed in this movie is just by being anywhere near him and by the end well and by the end of the the let's just call it the third movie and pretend like none of those other inside movies ever happened. Yeah, no, no, we, that's where, we're, where um, we are. So in in the second movie, he uh, he's being transferred, and the bus crashes. Mm-hmm. We think, but really, what happens is he probably supernaturaled his, his way out, and he's with this doctor who, like, the doctor is maybe suffering from a little bit of reverse Stockholm syndrome, and mm-hmm. identifies with Michael to the point of wanting to crawl inside his head like maybe literally but well, definitely po- crawling inside other people's heads at literally one, and at one point he says i want to see him kind of at work in the wild or something like yeah i mean like, like he's he sounds like it's all scientific but really it's that's just dumb he's he's psychotic yeah whatever happened to him did he get killed he got killed okay because he like so he like he killed he well he tried to kill the tried, sheriff but tried to kill the sheriff he didn't kill the deputy no, he didn't. And then he locked, like, so at that point, um, Michael was knocked out. So he stuck the granddaughter, Lori's granddaughter, and uh, Michael in, a, in the back of the cop car and then drove the cop car to Lori's house. Yeah. That's how they got to Lori's house because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, oh, and actually, I have to say that there's something really funny about the way these movies like update with the times, like the way, you know, I can't remember which one it was. It was the one with, uh, Oh, I think it was the second Rob zombie one 
where it was like a, a it like Loomis turned into a writer and then there's all this oh, like yeah. ridiculous writing shit. <laughs> or I think it might have been Seven, the one with Busta Rhymes, where it was like a found footage, like, oh, like, like webcast blogger. blogger. Yeah. So the, the Halloween, the 2018 Halloween opens with podcasters. Like, yeah. so these dumbass podcasters who are like are clearly trying to like kind of retcon his evil mm-hmm. um they're like trying to like make it and i thought there was maybe a meta commentary here because this movie like carpenter and um the akkad the son of mustafa akkad mm-hmm. are the um who was the original producer mm-hmm. Um, they're both at the helm again, right? right? Um, and like Carpenter was somewhat famously not okay with the Rob Zombie reboots, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think part of his not being okay with it is the way um, Rob Zombie like turned it into a, a sort of family saga situation. You know, like he gave. Like, Michael is not, like, the avatar for death or, like, an implacable force. I mean, he is an implacable force. Well, he, he what he did was he took something that was more of, like, a, like a you know, a zen gestural painting and put a bunch of chiaroscuro shading on it. Right. He made it... Like, he, he, he added it. so much detail and realism and yes. plausibility yep. that it ended up kind of changing... The yes. intent, yes, and of what Michael was, you know, and I, I really dug it. I thought it was great, but I'm yeah, not I John mean, Carpenter. Like, and, and I think that, like in the initial, in in the very in the first Halloween, because there's only one first Halloween movie out right. of all of these. <laughs> in the first Halloween movie, um, Michael is a force of of punishment. It's not even really revenge. It's just you're being punished for having sex. Right. And and being a theater goer and whatever, you know, whatever it is. It's like because you're because you're there observing it, you're getting killed. And right. and you're and just sort a... of there to be cannon fodder. And then like all of the other movies, with the exception of three, which didn't, didn't happen. happen, um they they end up like trying to extend and expand on that and, and like the problem is you can't. Like that movie was made. It's done. Mm-hmm. Like there's not really anything else you can do, and so I I kind of appreciate these last two movies, in the way that they rebooted it as part of the original, um, although they suffer from the same problem, like too much detail. Because like by the time you get to the end of the third one, she literally exposits how he's now a like a, a force of evil and not human anymore, mm-hmm. and like that every with every body. You know that he, with every person he's killed, he becomes less human and more supernatural until he can't be killed. He's he's the embodiment of fear or whatever, and it's like all those. There's nothing like not true about that. It's just like, oh my god, did you have to say all of that out loud? Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely heavy-handed. Yeah, and also, I mean, I do think it's yeah. Anyway, so. What I was trying to get at with the, like, the, so John Carpenter and I can't remember, whatever, the son of Mustafa Akkad, they, mm-hmm. they are now at the helm. And so they, 
like I was trying to say where was I going with this? It had something to do with oh the meta the meta commentary of the podcasters like showing up at the um you know at wherever the loony bin that mm-hmm. they put Michael in and they're clearly trying to like reconceptualize Michael. They're trying right. to like understand him and they're trying to like put a gloss on you know, like what was his family life like what was you know they're trying to like say all these things about him and everybody who knows michael is just like no dude dude's just evil there's nothing there's nothing there there's no there there it's a howling void well and i think like to put a finer point on the the meta commentary they are exploiting the story for listeners right and and they're like so it doesn't really matter what the truth is so much as you know so so what they're trying to do is get a reaction from him and he eventually kills them because that what did you think was going to happen? Right, right. You know? But I just, I meant there might be a meta-commentary there, like, because what they're trying to do is reconceptualize him with understanding his childhood and shit. Right. And then, and that's kind of what Rob Zombie did a little bit. He, I yeah. mean, he definitely spent a fair amount of time, like, so that we see him in situ, and we, he's not right. just an image of a child with, covered in blood or whatever. Um and you know and then the kind of furious rejection of that like yeah because they're dead fast and brutally right i mean because i I think that the part part of like the the first movies um the what makes it cool is that it 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 is so vague about like so okay he's six he kills his sister is Mm -hmm. that because he's a psychopath or did he turn into a psychopath through the act of doing it and then that kind of sets him on a, on a road where it's like, maybe he wasn't really aware of what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then it was just the, the, you know, the trauma of that event, like whatever, or because right. she was naked and he had to kill her or, you know, whatever, whatever, like the emergence knows. of the serial killer. But like Rob Zombie just took it a little too far down the exposition lane. And I think that I like, guess, and, and, in this it. one, like they, they so the last these last two movies are just sort of back to basics where it's like yeah it's it's vague again and it doesn't matter because none of that mattered at any point like the the, the whole thing is that he's just this he's just this evil like i mean you could you could take michael myers with the mask out mm-hmm. and put in a tornado of knives or <laughs> i mean cuz it's like he's just this force of nature Right. That is, I mean, they, they, they say it's evil, but it's just like, it's just implacable. Like, yeah. there's nothing, you can, you can't kill it, you can't reason with it. It doesn't want anything. It just is. It's like, yeah, well, it's like the, the, the oh, I'm trying to remember, there's a, there's a book called The Collector by, I can't remember the guy's name, but he like posits a, there's like the id, the ego, and the super ego, and then he posits a, like a fourth, um, part of the personality which is called the Nemo which is the like drive to self-annihilation mm-hmm. and like you know or or other annihilation as well because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how that works is like you destroy yourself through destroying others etc right. etc right anyway but there's a certain level where he's like the Nemo you know like he's the he's the he's the death force right um, the self-destructive the other destructive um, the, the force of self that tries to kill itself. 
or whatever. Yeah. But I, I mean, I guess I kind of think of Jason, Jason. <laughs> we always do that. Michael. I mean, that's the thing is they're interchangeable. You know, I mean, like they are the same I've never seen thing. those movies. Um, I mean, it's a guy in a mask with a knife. Yeah. You know, I mean, no. like it's not, it's like Scream. It's, the, it's all the damn same, except for with Scream, there was an intelligence to it, an irony to it. Right. Whereas with, with Halloween, like, you know, I mean, Michael Myers is just a stabby guy and... Yeah. Although there is a fair amount of dramatic irony in that first one anyway. What do you mean? Well, just like the whole like, you know, you know that he's Michael Myers not and the girlfriend doesn't because he's covered in a sheet and then oh, I mean that's yeah, like yeah, yeah. dramatically ironic when he then <laughs> murders her. Right. <laughs> um Oh god, what was I gonna say? I had something to say. Oh, I was going to say, in the, the the first one of these, the one called Halloween, they do a bunch of callbacks to the original Halloween. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, one of the, I think, kind of big important scenes is, like, Lori's sitting in a classroom, and they're talking about these imaginary writers, like, kind of philosophical writers, and it's like... You know, so-and-so believes that fate is, you know, a moral force or religiously ordained. And the other, this other imaginary person believes that fate is a, you know, force of nature. It's just, just it, it's a shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and that's sort of like the, the thesis of the, of Halloween, yeah. right? It, is that then we are given, like, is... Um, he a moral force because there is a certain moralistic aspect. Yeah, to don't the way have sex. That, Stab. Right. It's he, a moralistic way that he murders the people mm-hmm. who he murders. Um, but then. But then he also murders cops. And right, and so. and and also like his fixation on Lori because the second movie hasn't happened yet. His fixation on Lori is completely random. Like, it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, I think part of it is that she thwarts him and that pisses him off. And that's like, it's like a final destination. Like you, you know, right. oh yeah, you know, oh, you yeah. can't get away. But I think there are callbacks to all the movies because those masks from Halloween 3 are, they show up in this movie. I thought that was like actually. In in world, kids deep, are wearing these masks deep, and it's just like. Deeply hilarious. Yep. So that apparently Halloween <laughs> 3 is the only other canon movie <laughs> Other than Halloween one, I actually I find that just in this world deeply and amazing and hilarious. Yeah, because like Halloween. Although they did have Loomis showing up and saying things, even though I have I have a suspicion that I mean I think the actor was already dead at that point, and this is like Digi Loomis. Oh, he's been dead for you know is like a did, while. Did you kill him? Is he dead or whatever? Like adding sort of uh, adding context around the things we saw in the first movie, right? But that technically are kind of the second movie you know happening right right oh but so like one of the callbacks is that uh so the granddaughter is in high school Mm -hmm. and there is a discussion in her classroom of again made up literature um where they talk about um it's like something having to do with like like, do you, do you have control over your life or is, you know, or like are choices meaningful or is it all just bullshit and you can't do anything mm-hmm. like the trajectory of your life basically. Um, and so 
I think that that would be arguably the thesis of Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. Is like, is it meaningful? Is anything you do meaningful? I guess. Yeah. Well, and I think that they do like. I, I mean, in in terms of like what what Michael's motivations might be by the end, they're like, look, he's just making a beeline for his own house. He kills and then he goes home, mm-hmm. and like so, they're like his motivation is to get home, and it doesn't re- like it's like woo, you know. I mean, like all of that fancy philosophical psychological gloss that you want to put on it is just like it's just a guy killing people and walking home and like kind of killing people on the way you know Mm -hmm. but by the end it's like each person that he kills he becomes this sort of um it's it's it it feels really like spirited away like japanese spirit you know where it's (laughs) like he's the spirit of murder and the kami right he just murders people you know and right. so like the more he murders the more he becomes this becomes this murder spirit yeah, of yeah murder <laughs> which is you know i mean i don't know i, I feel like that's it, it's fine i just wish i wish they hadn't gone through all the trouble to actually explain what was going on because they have this scene at the end where like every you know it's like gotcha you know which is basically what happened in the in the the second movie where it's like the, it turns out her her Lori's house is not a protective bunker it's a trap right and the whole it's a, thing it's and a you Michael find trap. out that it's like you're trapping him in the basement then setting the whole place on fire but then it turns out in the third movie the the firefighters show up put the fire out and then get murdered for their trouble yeah and even though there's like 12 of them holding axes he can still take them all out. So and at that point, it's are like, like buff as shit. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. You can't. I mean, like at that point, you already know he's he's. I mean, we already knew he was supernatural anyway because, like, you know, he's been shot, he's been stabbed, he's right. whatever. He keeps walking around. It's fine. He's supernatural. <laughs> you know, and that's and that's kind of the beauty of the first movie is that it doesn't matter. It's like a short story. You're just sort of you're just sort of showing a concept, and then you have the twist at the end, and mm-hmm. it's done. Mm-hmm. And all any anything beyond that is is ch- just chiaroscuro shading. It's mm-hmm. too much detail, too much extra refinement. And now you're working on having like a 3D realistic oil painting instead of the sketch that was a pretty cool sketch. But you did it, the whole yeah that sketch is gone. Yeah, now. it's the same basic composition. Right. But it's a completely different work of art. And so and that's and it's fine. It's just I I tend to like the minimalism of not explaining yeah, yeah. what it is that you're doing, you know? So yeah, it's a trap. Fine. It's a trap. They, he gets out and then, Oh my God, he's back again, whatever. And then there's this whole thing. Cause I mean, in the first movie there's, it's, it's a lot of, it's very high schooly where it's like her and her boyfriend who's and kind of a like, douchebag. Like, and then her like incel friend. Right. Who's like when the douchebag finally, she like, she's like, no, we're breaking up. And then he's like, Oh, and now I want to kiss you. And she's like, no, no, it's not like that. And then, and then everybody just gets killed. And so it's like, well, what was the point of having all of that exposition? If all of those people are just going to be dead. And then the third movie, it's like, you, now you have, it's like, it's like it, you know, Stephen King's it, where it's mm-hmm. like, you have all of these childhood traumas that are now oh, 40 years older actually... and banding together to fight the monster. I actually kind of dug this. Like, I don't think it works, but I thought it was kind of awesome. Is that they have all of these, like, random secondary characters. Like, they have a guy called Tommy, who was the the kid getting babysat in mm-hmm. the first movie. They have a... There was a girl being babysat, too. Right. There was a girl. There's, like, 
I mean, there's like this open mic question mark where like uh what what's his name? The Anthony the, Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall, who's like he is he Tommy? Yeah. Yeah, so he's Tommy and then he gets up and open mics at this open mic where he he's like I think he's supposed to I don't like play the spoons or something, but basically he gets up and he's like, Yeah, I mean, I almost got killed by Michael Myers and then there's all these people here that lives intersected with Michael Myers and it's like like five characters. I mean it's a bunch, yeah. right? Yep. And um so it's all these people and the whole thing is actually I mean it makes you realize what a horrible world we live in because he's like three people died that night. And I was like, Oh my God. Really? Yeah. Three. Like I mean when he well, I maybe it was more than that, but no, I mean it wasn't much. It wasn't. It know? wasn't more than five. I don't think, right? Yeah. I mean, because it's like the babysitter, her boyfriend, the guy at the gas station. Is that it? The I thought there was a cop. Maybe a cop. So I mean, we're at like four or five, and so they're like, "Yeah, I mean, here we are, like all traumatized from it, and like we live in a world where like." Four people die in spree shootings for breakfast. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is like... That's just elementary school. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. But it's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, speaking of elementary school, we have people go mow down entire fucking <laughs> kindergarten classes. Why yeah, am I laughing? No. It's not funny. So, anyway, so there is something funny about trying to update this, you know... I mean, as you said, it's simple. It's a short story. It, mm. it, it sort of posits certain things. It's like, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to tell you what I done did. And then it's done. Mm -hmm. And like, anytime you try to do more than that, it's like, you're just off the page. Right. Basically. Yeah. And so, there, I don't know. So, I mean, like, I didn't dislike them. I had, certainly had a good time watching them. I really enjoyed watching, um, what's her name? Uh, Lori Strode. I thought, you know, she's got a cool, like, older person's face now. Yeah. Um. Although some, some of the lines they had her delivering were just like, oh yeah. my God. No. I mean, come on, Jamie Lee, you're a producer here. You could be like, no, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, like, then they have the whole town band together yeah. and and completely, like, harry this poor mental patient who isn't <laughs> Michael oh, I, oh my God, until I'm he sorry. jumps out a window. And then they're like, you know, yeah, that was terrible, but we got we to gotta pick ourselves up and keep going. And it's like, this is, this, this is the problem with, with mobs, is that, like, you end up chasing the wrong guy. And, and then you kill him and you're like, oops. Yeah. And then you keep going. And it's like, and, and, and then they just didn't go anywhere with it. It was just like, oops, but they're still, the mob is still right and correct. And like, we, yeah. we, have, we have deputized ourselves. And at some point there was law enforcement. And, and then right. law enforcement just sort of throws up their arms and wanders off. Because there is a bunch of people with hockey sticks and, 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 and at like, one point, a pitchfork. Like, and literally a two by pitchfork, four. Right? Two by fours. So they've all got their torches and pitchforks, and they end up circling him. Like, there's, there's like, Karen lures him out from where her daughter is, and, um, you know, because for, for some inexplicable reason, the daughter, her ex-boyfriend, and his dad 
go to Lori's old house to my or to uh, Michael's old house, and and they're like, that's where he's going. Let's go there. And then the dad's like, no, no, no. Now I don't want you two to go in there. I'm going to go in there. So he goes in there. You hear a gunshot. They get their guns. They run in and like find his dead body, and then they get killed. And it's just like, oh my god. Like, do you? Are <laughs> this you is even... why you have to make the movie scream because that's so stupid. Right. The whole thing is stupid. Why wouldn't you call Tommy to bring his stupid baseball bat and all of his baseball bat wielding friends? Right. If that's what you're doing, or the fucking SWAT team. Yeah. Like once you find him, it's like that. That should be it. But whatever. Anyway, so she lures him out of there into a, a different street where then he becomes surrounded by the the, the mob. The pop and the mob. And they they start you know beating the shit out of him, whatever, and you know shooting him and stabbing him. Yeah, he shot him like seven and, times. Yeah, you know, stabbed. I mean, like he should be super dead. And I'm just like, why doesn't anybody cut off his head? They should cut off his head because in the meantime, then Lori has this. Huge monologue about Huge. how he's unkillable and he's voice now a over monologue. Like he's he's you know she's she's talking to the the <coughs> sheriff who is laid up with her in the hospital because the, the geriatric boomers are like in are infirm and they they are <laughs> recovering while the you know the next generation has to clean is up their mess. Is out there getting murdered. But yeah, and and so then Jason Jason Michael Michael gets up. And, and kills everybody efficiently. Kill the entire like, you know, mob. I mean, there were so many scenes in this that were just like... I mean, this to me was like the Disney Star Wars movies. They weren't bad. I liked mm-hmm. them, actually. And you could totally tell that the whole thing was fan service. It was like, what were the elements of Star Wars that people really liked? What were the elements that worked? Mm-hmm. Let's take those and make a new movie out of them. Because mm-hmm. this is what you do with the, the franchise. Is you, you, you have a jar full mm-hmm. of action figures and you shake it up and then like dump it out and now you have a new I Ching Star Wars you know like that's how you, that's how you do it and so with this one I Ching Star Wars dude oh my god I kind of feel like that's that's what these Halloween movies were, were like more like fan service because it was like what are the elements that worked and right. let's, let's shake them up together even with the like Stephen King it like you know kids who then grow up with these psychological right, burdens yeah. who then have to carry then on. Act, and, like, and, act, like continue you know. to act out the violence and the... Yeah, but I mean, there were so many scenes in there that it was like... Because there were all the callbacks. There were all the, right. you know, all of those things where you're just watching it and you're just sort of like, yep. Yep. They are totally doing this for those of us who have watched all of these movies now. Which I think, you know, the sad thing is it turns out that we're the audience because we've seen them all really recently. Yeah, but we set out to, to watch them for, yeah. for 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 this, really. I mean, like... I guess, yeah. It started Halloween, didn't it? I mean, that yeah. it's been about six months of yeah. watching all of these movies. Yeah, we started at Halloween. And here we are... No, it was more like four. But yeah, definitely, yeah. like, you know, let's watch them all. I mean, some of them were really stupid. But these... I mean, the last two were, like, they were really, like, solid horror films. It's just... They were a little too explainy and thinky at the end, where you're just sort of like, let it, let it happen. You're like, I mean, there was so many, <laughs> so much of the movie was like, that was for the trailer. Yeah, you oh could my totally God. tell the scenes where it was like, and cut. That's the trailer, and yeah, we're gonna, we're yeah. gonna like, I could almost build a trailer out of my, those yeah. scenes. Michael's back. You know? or, yeah, there were like, yeah, because there's, there there's, there's that scenes. scene at the end where he's standing in the middle of the road, surrounded by people. And cars with their lights on mm-hmm. shining in like there's this battle royale. And you could totally chop that up where they're beating him to death. Mm-hmm. And then have him stand up. And like, I mean, pretty much it's like, you know, the movie in in a you cut down to, to like a 
five five minutes of of the money shots, mm-hmm. and it would be the same movie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, it it was interesting that you brought up um, the screen movies because we've been watching those too mm-hmm. in the same period, and it is like I mean I, I was incredibly impressed. Them, yeah, actually. they held together. I mean, they're like they're like the Guns and Roses of horror movies. Where yeah. it's like, you're like you think they're really stupid, but then you you go back for a listen and you're like, oh, that was all right. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out, yeah, Appetite for Destruction is amazing. Yeah, it's not all of that stuff holds up, but you know what, Scream does. No, Scream totally holds up, and and as you say, like the irony and the and the and, and like irony on so many levels. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not just the dramatic irony of like the audience knows something that the characters do right don't or you know that sort of thing which is good we like it mm-hmm. um but all kinds of other ironies as well going on like right. all of that stuff i i mean maybe it's generational but i think also it's structural i think that that's actually better it's well good. it appeals to us for sure in a way that like the matrix 4 appeals to us because it's you know it it, it talks about itself and we really like that kind of self-referential stuff <laughs> yeah no that's true you know? although i mean arguably I would say that the Halloween, at least the 2018 Halloween, is just as self-referential. It's just doing those references in a very different way. It's more like callbacks and less like, you know, sort of ironic re- yeah, reframing. But, yeah, I guess I would call that more fan service than, than you uh, know, because right. it's, no, not, it's not about like the, the meta text of, of horror movies. Like, here agreed. are the rules, you know, I mean, like, they don't yep. do any of that. But it's, uh, you know, another, speaking of series that hold up, Final Destination, the whole thing is just, I mean, you can watch them all, and they, they're they just, they're fun. You know, there's nothing wrong with those movies, because we saw those again recently, too, and it's just like, yep, that and, and Scream are in the same kind of category of movies that, like, they are... Because those ones are, are there's a, there's an awful lot of like self referential humor in the yes. Final Destination ones because it's like after the first movie, all of the rest of the movies are like, oh my god, this is so insane. How can we play with this? Yeah, no. Like, what's the funniest ones, way we can make somebody the, those, die? Yeah, the, I mean, because the first one is like the the deaths are Rube Goldberg. Like yeah. there are these these like machines of ridiculous things that end in you know and like right. you know you start. You start seeing the chain of events, and you're like, "Oh my God, where is this going to go? Right? Where is this going to go?" And then it goes there, and you're like, "Ha ha!" But I mean, and I remember. So we watched. There's like I don't know, five, six, seven of those, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking it was like, even number one of those are good. Is some? It's something like a Star Trek thing, where mm-hmm. like it's the even numbered ones that are good, or the odd numbered ones that are yeah. good. Um, but they're still. They definitely do have that like mordant humor right like there's there's actually um nothing funny about halloween (laughs) like (laughs) which which is odd actually because i i do think that there's um a lot of horror has aspects of comedy to it yeah because i mean i think that's the whole the whole like the dichotomy of good and evil right where it's like in order to really understand the depths of horror you also have to have, you know, moments of, of levity. Yeah. You know, to, to sort of give you a, a good dynamic range. Right, right. But then also things like, um, you know, like bodies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in a slasher film, like like we see a lot of like turning the insides outsides and there's all of this like slashing and arterial blood and, and splashiness. 
Um, but like bodies are actually ultimately funny, you know, like they're like bodies can be funny. And mm-hmm. so like, like I think a lot of horror can, you know, like, it, like in the final destination movies, I think it turns a lot of the, like what can happen to bodies and how they can, you know, like, you know, Oh, he's going to slip in the shower. Oh no. It turns out he got hanged. You know, like, like, right. like, like bodies are funny. Mm-hmm. And then, and the, like a lot of horror plays with that. But I don't, I really don't feel like Halloween plays that's with that. Not, but that's not Carpenter's thing. You know, like, no, no, in, no. like in the thing, there's no, nothing no, no. really funny in that movie either. That, no. You know, like, I mean, I, I, I guess he doesn't really have a sense of humor because, I mean, name one funny thing in any of his movies, even Escape from New York. Like, there are some goofy things. But he, it's like he doesn't really have a sense of humor. No, it's like you're he's right. just, he's just, he shows up for work and he works a solid yeah. eight hours, you know? No, I mean, you're like, right. and then he goes home and has roast beef and potatoes for dinner. I mean, like, the guy is just like really <laughs> solid yeah, for no, what he's doing. No, he's totally solid. Although, I do think it's kind of fascinating because he's not like one of the thinky ones. No. But, like, at the same time, like, there's this sort of dourness to what he does. I mean, I say that, but that at the same time, like, you know, we just saw um, They Live. Mm-hmm. And there's like a 25-minute fight scene yeah. between two dudes by some trash cans. Yeah. Which is actually fucking hilarious. Right? Yeah. Like, but the level of humor is really bizarre. It's really bizarre. Well, I mean, it's a rake joke. Yeah, right. It's just like it keeps happening. Yeah, until it becomes funny again. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, but like his, yeah, his sense of humor is really weird. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it makes me want to see more of his other movies again, you know, like, because there are movies of his that I haven't seen in just forever, like Christine and... Um, Shut the fuck up. He did Christine? And I've never seen Dark Star no, I haven't either. Which I guess is sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, I think we that's ha- a... we have it. We could we could try watching it. It's just, I mean, it's it's one of those ones where it's like I've never heard anything about it. I'm pretty sure it's not funny. No, whatever it is, it's a horror film, I believe. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it is. I mean, a lot I of mean, his stuff is. Y- yeah, ish. I mean, I think Escape from New York is is like sci-fi horror. I mean, they're all horror in some form or another well or just in different genres <laughs> yeah no that's right i mean I, like i went on a tear and watched a bunch of his stuff maybe 10 15 years ago and i saw like escape from precinct 13 which is assault on assault on i'm yeah. sorry not escape from <laughs> lol and then and then assault on new, new york, york. <laughs> um, okay actually you know what i take it back because in escape from la i don't know if that's a john carpenter movie but at one point, he's surfing down the middle of a street, and it's like, that actually is a pretty funny sight gag. Did he? Oh, no, he did both. Did he, he did both. Okay. Um, also, uh, Big Trouble in Little China is actually hilarious. Yeah, that's true. That, In fact, that that that's is a, great a comedy movie. horror. That is a great movie. Yeah, that is a great movie. Because, I mean, that's like, that's like um, speaking of comedy horrors that I want to see again, uh, like Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, yeah. Like... You know, and that's a musical comedy horror. So, right. I mean, it's got all of all, uh, all the genres. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I think it would be kind of interesting to revisit some of those things because it's, it's definitely going to be less um, sort of 
work a day than the Halloween movies, which are right. really straightforward. They're really, you know, even even like when they're not straight, when when he like adds a bunch of detail in these last two movies, it's like. Although they're, but again, they're just they're just doing again, their job. He's producing it, but he's day. not directing it. I don't mean I don't know yeah. how how involved he is. I mean, I think he's involved, but like he got so many soundtrack credits that it makes me wonder if he's involved in the sense that he picks up a paycheck because it kind of looks like Although I have to say I definitely appreciated the way they the soundtrack at least in the Halloween one if not in the sequel. Because the way they like, they did all of these cool callbacks, like mm-hmm. in the flashback sequences with the score. Yeah. Like they definitely like use the score to show the time period, mm-hmm. which I thought was really great, actually. Yeah. Like well, it was well done. I mean, they also reused the font for titling, yes. which I thought was pretty cool. And the titling sequences are really great. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think they, they did they did a pretty good job of making it feel like a carpenter movie even yes. if it wasn't yes. you know so if it wasn't really if he didn't have that much um influence it was definitely right whoever right. whoever was there was making sure his influence was felt so so these are bloomhouse again too yeah i mean they make they make good movies yeah they do um i do have to say i was thinking about it because you know we have the like bullshit metric of like would i watch this again mm-hmm. and like as like happiest i feel about these two movies like i feel like they got back to basics in many ways and i feel like i got fan serviced and all the rest of that i don't know that i'm ever gonna watch them again i would watch these again more than i'd watch like you know four five six no i would not know but i and i would definitely watch halloween three again if there was a lot of beer involved because that's definitely a drink along movie yeah and that would be very fun to watch in a group i mean that's that's the movie you watch when you're filming screen. You know what I mean? Yes. Like when you're going to talk about horror movies and give the rules for like how not to die in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the one that, that you can watch because it's all like funny. It's just stupid. Right. Yeah. I mean, these are definitely like, you know, okay. Cause we're at what? These are like a dozen. Mm-hmm. The next one will be the 13th. And presumably that's the last one that like, I think that, uh, What's her name has said that that's it. She's done. Whether she lives or not. A movie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did keep her alive in this one. Yep, they did. Um, but so, you know, out of the 12, I mean, I think I think the first one and then the Rob Zombie one and then maybe the second one and then maybe these. Like, because everything else is garbage. Yeah, but like, I they're don't all know bad. Me- I mean, it's just so much of that that I don't need to see again. I would like to see the all of the Friday the 13th, though, because I think that with that one, at least when you get to the 13th one, Friday the 13th, the 13th is, you know, <laughs> that's just cool. Do they have 13 of those? I, I think so, but I think, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think they called it Friday the 13th, the 13th, because... Oh, I wish they had, because that's amazing. Yeah, that, that would be that amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, though. I, I haven't... I, actually, I don't think I've seen most of them. I mean, I've seen the first, first yeah, couple, at I least. Yeah, I think... Well, see, like, I know... I mean, we watched the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street together, and that was the first time I'd ever seen any of those. Mm-hmm. And I for sure have not seen any of the Friday the 13th. I feel like the Night- Nightmare on Elm Street didn't really... 
hold up as much. I just didn't care. I, you know, I actually, I thought it was... I remember being terrified when I was younger. I remember it was really enjoyable, and I can see why you would be terrified, because the whole, like, not being safe while you're asleep thing is really scary. Like, that Yeah, that well, concept. I mean, like, your bed is the place where you are, you know, you, like, warm and, and snuggly or whatever, and yeah. you, you know... Yeah, no, I mean... Killed. I mean, that's that's why your bed is safe, and you can put your covers over your head, but as soon as you put your ankles anywhere near the floor, that's when the monster icy hands come out from underneath yeah, the bed and, and get you. grab you. Yeah. So you have to jump at least three feet No, I know. I completely hear you. Yeah, but, but I've never seen any of those. Although, amusingly, I watched the shit out of the TV show. Yeah, that was... had nothing, I mean, that was like a Halloween 3... Of Friday the Thirteenth, no, because it had nothing to do with anything. No, okay, but also that was, was like, like that was like the beginning of Canada being like where all like kind of B science fiction is made. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, it, it was like before like the you know X Files and mm-hmm. Battlestar Galactica and like all of those things that were filmed in Vancouver. I mean it, that. <laughs> predates Buffy the Vampire Slayer too, oh, right? Oh, for sure, because it's solidly 80s. But solidly. it's like totally, I mean, it's a Scooby Gang style show. Yeah, it's so. just, yeah, no, it's really, I yeah, I watched the shit out of that for some reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, they should really do a Conjuring TV show that, that goes through, like, let's say, What's-Their-Faces die, and that room that has all of the, the Wunderkammer stuff yeah, that yeah. they collected. All their haunted Because, I mean, shit. that's that's a Friday the 13th TV series yes. room full of stuff. Yeah. But you could do, like, all kinds of really cool stories out of that. Right, because then it turns you know. into... Like, I mean, that's what I, I dug really like about those it, it, ones. Is it was like an anthology show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they had their, like, Monster of the Week, whatever artifact is out there haunting people or whatever, and then they have to go get it back, and then, yeah. you know, Which I would dug be, it. I mean, I don't know. I think it would be a great, uh, a great way to... to like get a recurring cast of characters. I mean, you could even set it with with them, and, and like this is them before all of the other movies happened, which I think they they were trying to do with the movies, but it ended up just feeling really weird and disjointed almost because those movies aren't a single continuous thing. It's like, well, now let's go back in time, and now let's you know go do this other thing, time, whatever. Yeah. And it's like with a, I think with a better framework and in a TV series format, I think it might work a little better. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, but yeah, but I don't, I don't know that I need to see these movies anytime soon. You yeah, know, it's fine. If ever. I don't know. I mean. They were fine. They were totally fine. I'm like, I'm happy I've seen them. Unlike a lot of the fucking movies. Like. If I, I would, I would watch them again if I had to, you know, like I wouldn't try to get out of it. I don't, I don't know where that fits on the scale of <laughs> would I watch it again, but I, I wouldn't try to get out of you watching it You wouldn't be like, oh my God, I'm going to, gonna, like what, what my mom always says is like, I got to go to the dog fights. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, sorry. I'm going to like go <laughs> gnaw my leg off so I can get out of this bear trap of watching this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I got to go to the fights, the dog fights. Yeah. So yeah. no. No. But I mean, yeah, they're fine, but they're just not, I don't know. They, they're not interesting enough. You know no, what I mean? No, I mean, I, th- I feel like mostly I wanted to watch it for completeness and, you know, for out of respect for John Carpenter. Like, <laughs> I want to see all of his movies, and so this is one, this is this one of is his one things. This is one of his movies. So yeah, here we here go. Here we are. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. 
They're fine. Yeah. Although, so now, apparently, I looked this up, and they are filming the final one, which is Halloween Ends, like, right now. Hmm. So, okay. I think that that's supposed to be out, you know, maybe in October-ish. Yeah, I feel like it should be called All Saints Day. That would be amazing. Yeah, but whatever. That, like that, and then Friday the 13th, the 13th, would, <laughs> would be the two movies that I think I would watch over and over and over again. I just... <laughs> I, I'm, it's like so sad. It's such a wasted opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> For sure it would have been like Friday the 13th and then like a squared sign. Because... That's the kind of douchey shit that titlers do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, high five? Okay. High five.